Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. In the spirit of reconciliation, the entire team at Curious Freedom acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connection to land, waters, and community. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people listening today. I would like to acknowledge in particular the Darug people who are the original custodians on the land on which I record this podcast. Thank you for showing us what curious freedom can look like. Welcome to Curious Freedom with Kirsty Faruja and friends. I am your host, Kirsty Faruja. And I'm Fiona Griffiths. Hello, everyone. Yay, we've got feedback again this week. So today we are being curious about the don'ts of decluttering. These are things that we have found that can inhibit your success. So I'm just going to list them all off and then we're going to go into more detail in a minute. So one, don't forget to declutter before you organize. Two, don't start cleaning before you've decluttered. Three, don't keep stuff because someone gave it to you. Four, don't follow Alice down the rabbit hole. Five, don't do it on three hours sleep. Six, don't declutter your wardrobe when you're not feeling fabulous. Seven, don't try and do the whole house all at once. Eight, don't declutter other people's stuff without bringing them on board or without their permission. Nine, I nearly said 10. Nine, don't push yourself to declutter when you're not ready. 10, don't try to do it all by yourself. Bring in reinforcements. So this is your idea, Fee, and that's a brilliant one. And I'm really looking forward to hashing this out a bit more. But tell us why it is that we're talking about the don'ts. 
It's really interesting, isn't it? Because lots of people might go, oh, that's a really negative way of looking at things, but it is a different way, but it may just draw your attention to something you've been doing that's been hindering your decluttering journey that you're not even aware of. Some people are results-driven and some people are process-driven. And looking at the don'ts and the things that you may be doing that you haven't even realized up until now is a really good way of getting things done and being kind to yourself in the process. Mm-hmm. I love it. So let's start with one, don't forget to declutter before you organize. So is so common. Most of us think that if we just organized our stuff just a little bit better, if we just got the latest TikTok fad or the coolest thing that was on Instagram, that all the ads were showing us what to do, that that would just magically make our house a whole lot better. (laughs) The challenge is that actually the thing that will make your whole house a whole lot less cluttered is actually decluttering. And it's so much easier to organize when you've only got the things that you love and use in your home and that you've decluttered everything else that was superfluous and wasn't being used and you didn't love were broken and all of that. And it's so much easier to organize when you've got the appropriate organizing solutions. And that is to be done after you've decluttered. So many of our clients, we rock up and they're like, look at all the tubs that I've bought so that we can organize all of this. And we're like, that is so fantastic. We're really looking forward to using those tubs. Let's see what we can declutter first. (laughs) And so many times I've been into clients' homes and we haven't even used the tops that they've bought because we didn't need it because we decluttered everything that was meant to go into those tops. Or we decided, like I was talking about last week, that now is not the best organizing solution for what is left. So we always, always, always declutter before you organize. What's the next one, Fee? Don't start cleaning before you declutter. As Kirst mentioned last week, it's so much easier to clean when the house is free from clutter. And decluttering first, as we just said, and then cleaning will make the process so much quicker and easier. And you can end up doing things in that time that you've saved, doing the things that you want to do. Do you want to tell us about your weekend? (laughs) (laughs) My weekend? Well, I... Something happened and I was like, right, I'm going to go through my house once again from the top to the bottom. I went through every cupboard and did the process. I cleaned after I decluttered and it was the best thing ever. It took me 12 hours. I live in a three-story townhouse, but I was so ready to get it done and I did it and then the cleaning process really it was just so much easier to do I felt so good afterwards I felt a little tired but it was it was a great day a long day but a good day also and just in case you didn't know Fee is a professional declutter coach. <laughs> so we said earlier, you know, don't try and do it all at once. That's right. It's not Fee's every weekend. She doesn't do it every weekend. And it's I, not her recommendation for everybody. And no. she's a professional. <laughs> Which is really funny because I got to the end. I had been listening to podcasts and doing all sorts of things. I was kind of in the groove, which we'll talk a bit about later. And I got to the end and I went, oh my goodness, I just did three sessions worth of organizing and decluttering. And I was quite shocked. 
I was quite shocked. Now I have said before that I'm a bit of a process driven person and I did need someone probably to come in and say, I was the only one home. I needed someone to come and say, actually, time out. It is time to stop. So that's my learning for, you know, the weekend. But it was really good and it did make everything else flow so much better. You can clean this week much easier. (laughs) Yes, absolutely right. So number three is don't keep stuff because somebody gave it to you. So we've all been there when a family member, a friend or a significant other gives us a gift and we feel obligated to keep it, even if it's something we don't particularly like or have use for. However... Holding on to things simply because they were given to us can lead to clutter and feelings of guilt. So although it can be difficult, maybe it's time to get curious about why we may be keeping things just because they were given to us. Giving is about showing love and affection, not about making someone feel obligated to keep something they don't want or need. It can bring guilt and stress and detract us from the joy of the possessions we choose to have in our home. So if a gift doesn't bring you happiness, it may be time to pass it on to somebody who will appreciate it more. And of course, it can be difficult to let go of gifts, especially when they come from somebody we care about. However, it is important to have honest and open conversations with the person who gave us the gift. Thank them for the love they've shown us through giving you the gift and explain that the gift doesn't work for you and you'd like to find it a new home. Now that is appropriate if you've got healthy relationships with people. If somebody is in your life who doesn't have healthy boundaries, then you actually don't owe them any explanation for getting rid of a gift at all. You do not need to feel obligated or pressured or guilt tripped into keeping something just because they love you and they showed you their love by giving you a gift. I just want to be really clear about that. Like if somebody is making you feel guilty and shaming you or making you feel obligated, then that's actually pointing to some unhealth in the relationship. And I would suggest maybe digging into that a bit more too about some boundaries. (laughs) What do you think, Fee? I think that's a really good point. A really good point. Gifts that are given can come with all sorts of motives and other attachments. And it's important to work through those emotions as well. Yeah, I agree. It's good advice. We just really want to encourage you to not be afraid of letting things go that no longer serve you, even if they were once given to you as a gift. Your mental health, your well-being, your home environment are far more important than any of the material possessions. And we want to honour the person and honour their love in other ways. You can do that in other ways rather than holding on to possessions that no longer serve you. What's the next one, Fee? Don't follow Alice down the rabbit hole. (laughs) So what does that mean? It means staying on topic and really staying focused. It can come out a few different ways. We've all seen that meme that's starting one decluttering task, but then it takes you to another room that then sparks your interest in cleaning out another cupboard. And then you end up reading your year eight yearbook. And so it goes on and on and on. And before you know, you've ended up doing a whole lot of nothing. It's interesting and it's great. And I love going down memory lane, but staying on task is really, really important and trying not to get distracted by other spaces and things. Another rabbit hole effect is looking at the year eight book or your kids' artwork and spending so much time sitting there reminiscing 
And it can bring up other emotions and things as well that you don't actually finish the task of decluttering that you had set out to do. So don't spend too much time looking at things that you're letting go of also, that you don't enjoy the things that you're keeping. That can be another thing that we need to do to help us be really clear on our decision-making, what we're wanting to keep, what we're wanting our space to look like, and how we want to feel. So Try not to follow Alice down that rabbit hole. Stick to the task at hand. And, you know, if you go off track a little bit, that's okay because that can be an adventure in itself. But if you've sat down and you're like, today I want to go through this and I want to declutter and I want to clear it all out, try and stay in the space that you're working on. That is often a really good thing. And there's lots of tips and tricks that we can talk about later in other episodes, and I'm sure there's many as well that you all have and Facebook community and everything of how you actually do then stay in that room and find ways to help you declutter with boxes and things like that. Mm. But yeah, don't follow Alice. (laughs) Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. next one is don't do it on three hours sleep. (laughs) None of us make the best decisions on little sleep and when we're tired. (laughs) Another um, thing that I read last night is like nothing good happens after 9pm at night. (laughs) And I used to say 12pm, but as I'm getting older, I think 9pm is a better, better mark sometimes. And this is totally dependent on when your energy rises. Like Fee was telling me earlier today that her energy for writing is actually at night. And so if your energy for decluttering is at night, 
more props to you. Our point here is to not do it on three hours sleep. It can make us really emotional. It can not help us make the best decisions when we're trying to make those decisions about whether things should stay or go. And decluttering can be physically and emotionally tiring. And so starting off with little of either is not really helpful. And as Fee can attest <laughs> to her 12-hour decluttering <laughs> spree on the weekend, it can be surprising how physically exhausting it can be, especially when you're starting off because you're just not used to making all those decisions. Fee could do it in her sleep because she's a decluttering wizard, um, <laughs> but most of us, and particularly when you're starting off, making those so many decisions in a day and in a session can be exhausting. So we just really encourage you to start when you're rested because that can give you the pace that you're looking for and remember to rest afterwards as well. It's so good. I think I was a woman on a mission rather than <laughs> an extraordinary it was quite funny yeah the next one is don't declutter your wardrobe when you're not feeling fabulous Mm -hmm. some days we all feel better than others and it's on those days when you're feeling a little less than the best version of yourself for whatever reason or you may have had a huge meal the night before or you're just generally feeling blah it's usually not the best day to go through your wardrobe It can be a little disheartening to be trying on clothes when you're feeling like that. You might just be feeling emotionally awful. It might be all sorts of other reasons. You might also, no matter what the reality is, maybe thinking that you're not looking your best. So trying on the clothes in your wardrobe at that stage is probably not the best thing to be doing. It makes the decision-making process perhaps not as real as it could be on the days when you're feeling energized and a little more like the real you. So yeah, do not declutter your wardrobe when you're not feeling fabulous. Because otherwise it all ends up in the bin. (laughs) It really does. You cull. (laughs) And there might actually be some really lovely clothes in there that you do look good in 95% of the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Our next tip is do not try to do the whole house at once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or don't bite off more than you can chew. So, like, clearly Fee could chew the whole 12 hours and could get through the whole 12 hours. Most of us can't, though. So you can be really enthusiastic and be like, yep, this is good. I'm going to get it all done. And you might be an energizer bunny when you start. Chances are you will run out of puff sooner than later. (laughs) So we really encourage you to break down into smaller chunks of time, smaller chunks of the decluttering and really pace yourself. Ask yourself, how much time do you have and start small. And then we talk about all the time, you'll build your momentum and you'll end up being able to do 12 hours (laughs) once a year if that's what takes your fancy. Yeah, don't. Probably don't do a fee. Well, this is now going to be don't do a fee. Don't do a fee. Brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It was a quiet Saturday night. Let's clearly. (laughs) Yeah, it was good. And you feel much better for it. Most people would be in bed for the whole of Sunday if they tried that. So maybe start small, really chunk it up. And we're going to have more of that 
we've already spoken about it in the last couple of episodes, but we've got a podcast coming up for you next week that is really going to talk about small. So I'm excited. What's the Mm -hmm. next tip? Don't declutter others' stuff without bringing them on board or without their permission. Mm. Yes, there's a time when kids are little, you can declutter and they won't notice. Maybe you think that your partner won't even notice. And that might be true. But really, we highly encourage you to seek permission from others if you're decluttering their stuff. This week in our Facebook group, Belinda, who is our brilliant podcast manager, shared how capable her four-year-old was of making choices for herself about books and toys that she no longer needed. It was incredible to see and her little proud face (laughs) was brilliant. It was amazing. So please honour those in your life with asking permission before decluttering their possessions. It is a really good idea for relationship, for bringing freedom to the whole house, and you're more likely to get people on board your decluttering adventure if you take them with you rather than just doing it on your own. Yeah, and as we've spoken about in other episodes, doing this to kids without their permission can actually lead them to hoarding tendencies because they just don't feel safe They don't feel like they have agency over their things. They're always concerned that somebody's going to come in and take their stuff away from them. So as we grow in our understanding of how our brain works, we are understanding more and more that honoring people and seeking permission is so important. Which leads on to our next one, which is don't push yourself to declutter when you aren't ready and therefore don't push other people when they're not ready. So this isn't about procrastination. It is about being intrinsically motivated to do it for yourself. It's a bit like catching a bug. The spark has to come from within. So that might be doing a small area and getting small wins. And that might be the catalyst for you. We see this all the time with clients. Some clients are so intrinsically motivated. They're ready to do it by themselves. They just need us to come alongside them with our experience expertise to help them. With some of our clients, they're not ready and this decluttering has been imposed on them by other people. And some of those people stay not ready. And that's when we mutually decide to come back into their lives when they are ready, when they do have that intrinsic motivation. And for some of these clients that start off not ready, we find that they find the motivation when we do start doing small spaces with them and then they can really envisage how their whole house can look and feel when it's been decluttered. And so sometimes we just need to give people time and space. Like we're very clear on that here at Curious Freedom. When we come into people's homes, when it's not been their choice, we give them a session or two to see if we can get that ball moving and that motivation sparking. And if it's not sparking for them, then as I said, we mutually agree to come back when they're ready because we absolutely want to help people when they're ready. And so we are here today to encourage you to do that with your family members too. We've seen time and time again how when somebody in the house is ready and they're doing the work and they're working on their possessions or the possessions in the house that they have autonomy over. So, you know, for instance, the kitchen is often a place where there's not that much disagreeance in the household where things can go and stay. When they're working on their stuff and they're coming into the freedom that comes from decluttering, then other people around them 
and in their house start seeing that. And it can affect people outside their house too. So it can be that family members come into the house and go, wow, this looks and feels so much different now. And that's when people can catch the bug from us as well. And so we just encourage you. We've got a whole episode on it's all my husband and kids fault. And I'll <laughs> link to that in the show notes where we talk about, we often come across clients who go into their house and they're like, yep, want to work on my stuff, but oh, this is all my husband and kids fault. Like if only they did what I asked them to do, it would be fine. And more often than not, we find plenty of stuff that they have not decided to let go of themselves. And we, we just see it so often. So we just really want to encourage you to don't push yourself till you're ready because then it will come from that intrinsic motivation rather than extrinsic. Extrinsic? How do you say that word for you? I can't say it. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good point. Yep. Neither can you. Okay. Moving That's on. So Everybody funny. gets what we mean. So, <laughs> what is our last tip, Fee? <laughs> the last one is don't try and do it all by yourself. Sometimes you need motivation, help, someone to even just sit with you while you go through your boxes and boxes of, of sentimental items. Sometimes you need an extra pair of hands or more to do the physical lifting, just to do the stuff, to get it done. And we have this great podcast that can help you with tips and tricks and, you know, some of that mindset adventure that is so good to discover and be curious about when you are in the process of decluttering. We have our wonderful community over at the Curious Freedom Community Facebook group where we all support each other, you know, with the, some of the challenges that we have and the wins that we have. It's really great inspiration and, you know, it can be that spark that you need to explore decluttering in your own home and life. And we have our wonderful declutter coaches that are always willing and so excited to come and walk with you through the process of you being curious about the things in your house and seeing you step into freedom to live the life that you really desire and to spend your time how you want to. It's a great, great excitement that we get to do it, that we get to walk alongside people and see them go from clutter to clarity in their lives. It's one of the best things we get to do. One of the best things. And if you would like to have any of our declutter coaches come and help you, you can contact us at Kirsty at curiousfreedom.com.au. And as always, we also have our website. You can find all the information about the sessions and lots of other tips and tricks at www.curiousfreedom.com.au. Awesome. Well, that is us done for the week. We hope that somewhere in there, there has been some laughter along with us, <laughs> but also you've gained some insight into yourself and into some ways that you can go about decluttering this week. We cannot wait to hear all about your curiosity and your freedom this week, Fee said over in the Facebook group. And we can't wait to be back in your ears, curious ones, next week. So until then, have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. 
because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns, so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 